Sugar Shocks TV. We're back here with another episode where we're featuring some of the best underground hard rock and metal bands on the globe. And today we're going to Long Island, New York, as we're chatting with a band that's no doubt rapidly rising within the metal community, as we're pleased to have with us from Damn Your Eyes, guitarist Artie Alexander joins us. What's up, Artie? Thanks for coming on Aftershocks. What's going on? Thanks for having us on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, dude. So, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about what's going on with Damn Your Eyes uh, in the camp right now. I know in terms of new music, I mean, you guys uh, released a couple of singles over the last year, Doom On You and Weaponize, man. Just two kick-ass tracks, man. Just, I mean, it, it's got us all salivating for more, I'll tell you that, you know, when you get a little taste of those tracks, man. So, I guess, uh, you know, just to start things off, why don't you just uh, tell us a bit about what's going on in terms of possibly releasing some more new music and maybe even a record or an EP or, you know, what's going on with new music with the band? Well, we have some songs recorded. Uh, we have two more that are, that are finished that we did. Uh, we did quite a while ago, actually. Um, we were sitting on it for a while. Our, our drummer, Darren got sick. Uh, you know, he got diagnosed with cancer this year. And, oh, shit. And, uh, so, you know, we were uh, we were sitting on them. We were going to probably do some videos, and then that happened. And, um, you know, that kind of changed things up for us a little bit. And uh, just recently, we, um, you know, we decided, hey, let's release. Let's let's release Weaponize. So we had we had a guy make, a, you know, a video for us, a lyric video. Okay. And we put that out, and uh, we did some work with um, with a promotion company and, uh, you know, went on radio and, and it, you know, it did pretty well. So uh, we have a, a, we did Doom on You, Weaponized, uh, and when we released Doom on You, we also did a, a song called Heavy Is the Head. We released a video for that, mm -hmm. okay. And we mm -hmm. released a, uh, a lyric video for Lock and Load. Okay. So that's that was our new our new music with this lineup. Uh, during the mm -hmm. pandemic, we got Darren and Gabby in the band, mm -hmm. and uh, Gabby and I played together with Holly Flanagan with the Chrome Eggs. And we used to tour mm -hmm. together and play together. And uh, I always thought he was more of a metal guitar player. Mm -hmm. So when he left uh, that situation, uh, we we discussed. And I we also play for Leeway. So uh, yeah, sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. So our ba our band is pretty much Eddie's backup band. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, I said, hey, would you be interested in doing both these things? And and he he jumped on it, and we, we came across Darren and. Uh, it's been uh, it's been one hell of a ride since. Sure, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go ahead. I mean, talk about the new additions. Uh, you said Darren and Gabby. Obviously, the big name is Gabby. I mean, like you said, he played on uh, on Alpha Omega with the Chromags, you know, some some years ago. And obviously, like you said, you both have been playing uh, with Harley, um, you know, recently. I was it was kind of interesting too because I I, I was I kind of knew that, but I saw within the press release, I didn't really see anything mentioned about. Chromags, and I was thinking, like, wow, I don't know if it was something that you didn't want people to to know you played with them or something, because that's a big, you know, deal if people, you know, see that you guys were were both in Chromax. So obviously, that's how you guys connected. Um, so I guess just talk a little bit, you know, with the addition of both Gabby and Darren. I mean, what what are these? They both kind of bring into the the fold, I guess, to the band that maybe you know had been lacking before they came in. Because I do I do sense that to me these these new tracks, like, it just feels really more focused you know and i'll get into that a little bit but if you just want to talk a little bit about their additions um into the band well darren was in a band called coratory and they they were a staple on the long island music scene for like 24 years mm -hmm. and he ran that band and he went through lineup changes and he just kept doing it and i guess the band had fallen apart 
And when we were uh, looking for a, a new drummer, we had some drummer issues and, you know, uh, whether they were personal issues or, uh, you know, private issues that we don't talk about, you know, mm. we, uh, we had to move on from guys. And as the band was growing and as our ideas were growing, uh, we needed somebody more to fit our style. And Darren is that guy. I mean, he's a groove machine. He's a very much of a Vinnie Paul type player. Mm -hmm. uh, the way he writes his drums uh, is, is incredible. I just love the, the pieces he puts in, his fills. You know, on Weaponized, he was doing all these ghost notes. And, you know, instead of the standard, you know, fitting in with the double bass and stuff, he laid back in this thing. And it just put a totally different groove on the song. And it would have been cool the other way, too. But he just has a feel for what we're doing. We, okay. we, we love the same music. We grew up listening to the same stuff. We're all over as far as music listeners. We don't mm -hmm. just listen to metal. Okay. You know, we listen to, you know, he, Toto and, you know, we love all nice. that. So, sure. Mm -hmm. um, so Darren was a really good fit. He's such a tremendous human being. He's such a great guy. He's so smart business-wise. Uh, he's the guy that I want to be doing these interviews because he's just a plethora of information. Mm -hmm. you know, the guy's all over the place with, and he's locked into the scene. Um, and we and we hope he gets better soon. We have a guy filling in for him for the time being while he goes through what he's going through and, and, and fights. And, you know, he's got good days and bad days. We have a guy, Mike Podber, who's from a band Achilles. He was also in a band Hardway. He's been filling in. He, he plays for the leeway part of the band, uh, okay. you know, as well. Uh, he's awesome. He's such a great guy. And that was part of what we were trying to do with Darren and Gabby. We wanted guys in the band that were on the same level uh, emotionally, spiritually, behavior-wise, you know, no loose mm -hmm. cannons, no drama, none of that stuff. Because you see it all the time in bands. It just destroys everything. And if mm -hmm. you're not getting in a room with five guys that are adults and have lives and have kids and have houses and, and having the time of your life, you're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's this lineup. Uh, Gabby, Gabby, I met with him. The way that it all happened, actually, with Gabby was I had gotten, before the pandemic, uh, I got an email from Harley asking me to come back and, and, and do some shows. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a long history with the Cro-Mags and Harley and John and sure. mm -hmm. uh, all of it's toxic. Yep, it's absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, I left playing in that situation because of that toxicity. And, I, you know, I don't live my life like that. And, um, you know, I, I I just felt like it was time for me just to do what, the Damn Your Eyes thing. I was building it for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't thrilled with the new stuff that he does. And I'm not trying to put anybody down or, or whatever. I just, I didn't like the situation. It, okay. it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was pretending. Uh, at first I was all in. And then I just felt like I was pretending to be enjoying myself. And that's not fun. So, um, you know, Gabby had some similar feelings about it. And, you know, he eventually left. And right before the pandemic hit, Harley reached out to me. You know, I politely turned him down. Uh, and, you know, he said he was having issues. So I reached, me and Gabby had kept in touch. And I reached out to see how he was doing and what was going on. And we ended up having dinner together before they shut down everything. And 
you know, he said he was done. So I, I said, you know, okay. I have a spot for you if you want it. And he said, I want it. So he jumped on it. And, and what a tremendous addition he's been. Uh, he compliments everything we do in such a dramatic way. And his writing is incredible. You know, uh, things I could never even imagine he adds to stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're, we work so well together as guitar players and as writers. I write the majority of the song, and then everybody comes in and just puts themselves into it and okay. and, and finishes, you know, spicing it up, and, and then we throw it in the oven and it comes out. You nice. Know, as, as song. And uh, it's been such a really pleasurable experience. And uh, eventually... Uh, you know, coming out of the studio, we're listening to stuff and we're like, holy shit, we have a really good band here. And we were mm -hmm. so proud of it. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm not one of those guys that, you know, we don't brag about ourselves. We're all pretty humble guys. But, uh, you know, we crush it live. We're a really good live band. And, and with, you know, um, we were talking a little bit before the before we came on, you know, how, how you got to know us. And it was through seeing mm -hmm. something that Tommy Victor Prong had put on. Uh, I... You know, we were playing that show, and before we went on, I'm in the back, and a guy comes out. He's like, "Yeah, my uh, my buddy Tommy Victor's here," and I said, "Oh, really? Cool. That's really cool." I, you know, just saw that he was back in town, you know, living on the island, and and I said, "I wonder if he's gonna stick around and see our set." And the guy said to me, "I don't know if this is true, but uh, he's here to see you guys." You know, really? I wow. Like, I was like, "Really?" You know, I, I don't know if this is true. I don't know. He, mm. That's what he had said to me, and uh, so I'm like, "This is cool," and and. We went on and we did our thing and immediately he came up to us and, and was just like, holy shit, you guys are fucking awesome. You know, like it blew me away. And, you know, it's one thing when people say that to you, eh, maybe they're just being nice to you, you know. But sure, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was being very honest and we talked for a while after and, you know, we said, hey, maybe we could do some stuff together. And uh, my singer Kenny knows Tommy's wife and said, uh, she said, you know, you guys should maybe go out together and do a run or whatever. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not following these guys, you know. <laughs> so we were like, okay, maybe we're maybe we're where we need to be, you know. Mm. Um, so you know, we're we're excited. We have a lot of really cool shows coming up. We we got on the prong bill that he's doing on the island. I saw that. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we're excited about that. And um, yeah, that's what's going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, fantastic, man. Well, let's let's uh, go back a little bit. Let's get into you know I want to get into your, also the band sound and style. Cool. Um, and I know you you guys uh, state in, in the press release it says you guys are hybrid metal, which I think is a pretty much a, a good you know uh, description. Uh, I really couldn't agree more with that because you know when I listen to this album right here, Kill the Outside, your debut record, you know that's that album. It's got elements. I mean, really, just about a, a very sort of subgenre of metal you could think of from the '90s, especially. I mean, you've got grunge on there. You've got thrash elements, hardcore, groove metal, alternative. I mean, just a lot. I guess it's really a hybrid or a hodgepodge of all these different influences. Um, and the thing you, I think that you guys really do better. You know, I've really heard really any of these recent metal bands do when I listen to, is that you've really brought back and have that really early to mid '90s metal sound. You know that I haven't heard anyone really do in, in like forever and, I, and as a, a guy who grew up really in the 90s it's right you know for me it's right in my wheelhouse i i absolutely love it you know if i had to i guess explain to someone your your guys sound i would say just you take allison chains prong and machine head put it in a blender and boom it's pretty much 
a good example of what you guys, you know, sound like. Um, talk, I guess, about, you know, the band sound. I mean, did you deliberately, when you started Damn Your Eyes, did you have that idea that you wanted to kind of go back and harken back to that 90s sort of sound? Or is this just sort of what comes out of you when you, when you write songs? A little bit of both. Okay. I, you know, the 90s were the shit for me. You know, that late 80s, I mean, everything was the shit to me. But that time in the in the early 90s when you had, you know, uh, Pantera touring and mm-hmm. Machine Head came out, that was that was like Pantera and Biohazard mixed together. You know, yep. that's what that sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. And I missed that stuff. I, right. I noticed mm-hmm. that a lot of things were very cookie cutter in bands uh, to me, you know, to my ear and that groove element and that uh, trusting the song element is what we kind of wanted to follow. Mm. Uh, you said that there's so many different influences on the kill your outside album. And that's, it's true, but it wasn't like, we don't write to an influence. Uh, that's just kind of what came out of us okay. because we're, you know, uh, it's our DNA kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we grew up with. So we always just write to the song and whatever kind of happens, happens. Okay. And we don't care. We're not writing for anybody else but ourselves. So we don't care what, uh, you know, we're not worried about what other people are going to think. As mm-hmm. long as we're happy with the product, we trust our music instincts and, and, and we put it out. Sure. Oh, the other thing, other than that, you know, having you know all these different influences is in your in your sound. The other thing is, to me, what stands out is that with the songwriting and the song structures, that you 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 do a, a good job, I think, of not really overdoing any of the influences. You know, it's not like you know. So, for instance, I'll just use the song on on kill uh, kill the outside. Uh, these are the things. Okay, the first two minutes of that song, you know, you have those real fierce mid tempo groovy riffs where. You, just riding on that as a listener, you just, it's so easy just to kind of get into it and just ride with it. But then like, you know, about two minutes in, you take a nice break in the middle there and it's like, okay, you know, it almost breaks you out of that groove. But I think the good thing about that is, I mean, obviously as a listener, yeah, you, you, you sucked in, you want that, that riff to keep going, but at the same time, having that break, it really, you know, it, it, 
what it does is really keeps you coming back for more later. If you derive, for instance, if you'd write a riff like that for four minutes throughout a whole song, I would say if you listen to that song maybe five or six times, it's going to start to, you know, it's going to start to maybe lose its, you know, its interest or, you know, because it's so good, but it's, it becomes repetitive. Where I think you, you do a great job of really keeping those, I guess, if you want to call them those money riffs, really fresh. You don't overdo them. You put them in there. You come back to them later. So as a listener, you know that they're going to be there after the first couple of minutes and that you can look forward to it coming back and you can enjoy what's in between them. I just really love really the structures that you have on a lot of the songs on on the album, even the new songs. So, I mean, just the question is, I guess, when you're structuring them, I mean, are you cognizant of doing that, of making sure to maybe dangle the, the meat there, the bone for a little bit, you know, bring it back later on and just kind of ride, you know, in the middle of the song, really just kind of give the listeners something else to chew on besides just those real strong riffs that you have. Because like I said, I really think the, the structures you have are just really top notch. I wish I could say that I was in a lab putting all this stuff together okay. you know, in, in a very uh, calculated way, but it, it's not what happens. It's, okay. Uh, the song just takes its, its, its own course and I spent a lot of time rewriting and writing, rewriting and writing. You know, I'll spend a lot of time on a song. And I like mm. a simple thing. But going off on those little musical journeys where it's just a little outside of the box or different, I guess just happens naturally. And, you know, our, uh, Kill the Outside and, and the EP that we released before that, we have a self-titled EP with three songs on it. Mm -hmm. you, you can hear the progression in what we're doing and how we're evolving and it, it, uh, kill the outside was just a four piece okay so uh, i was trying not to do too much with other guitar wise because we wanted to be able to duplicate live and we always kind of we thought a four piece was the way to go at the time because that old you know uh being a huge pantera fan but uh i had to you know step outside of the situation and really be honest with it and i'm not dimebag daryl at all and mm -hmm. that guy could do stuff I can't do. And uh, we felt like we needed something else to help bring the ideas that I had, you know, together. And, um, mm -hmm. and Gabby was a fit. But I don't, you know, it, these things just happen. Okay. And, uh, and, I, and um, it blows my mind that people like it. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I, I know I like it, but everybody mm -hmm. likes their own music, you know? Sure, sure. So, yeah. and, and having Kenny doing vocals... And that even the whole trading off the vocals with me and Kenny, that wasn't even part of the plan at all. It just started to happen and take place. And we love the idea and the fact that we could pull it off and do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just one of those things we fell into and said, oh, we could do this. And, and we've expanded on it a lot. Uh, and that's been naturally also. Okay. Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, the thing too, you know, with the new lineup, you know, I mean, just from hearing the, these uh, first tracks that you've been doing with, you know, with Gabby and Darren, um, I, it seems to me when I, when I listen to them and I compare them back to, you know, Kill the Outside, uh, that album, it just seems to me, I think that the songs have a little bit, there's a little bit more cohesiveness, meaning, meaning you know, the, I mean, both songs obviously very different weaponized. I'll just use those two songs instead of the last ones, um, you know, Doom on You and Weaponized. Um, even though they're different, I, they, they, they're in the same vernacular sonically, you know, whereas I think like kill, uh, kill the outside, really everything was sort of more spread out where it seemed like really each, like each kind of maybe influence you were so maybe showcasing, you know, musically 
um, was sort of st stood on its own. So I'd be an example, like the track slower. Obviously, it had that real, you know, the acoustic uh, sort of early 90s Alice in Chains type of sound. Then if you went into sort of the alternative sort of vibe with, with Dirty Viper, and then you got sort of a New York hardcore punk thing on the punk fuck song. Where I see now, I mean, I hear, you know, those these tracks you get out now, I hear a lot of those influences still, but they're all sort of cohesive within the song instead of standing out sort of separately on each individual track. Um, is that, was that sort of something that was, you know, that you cognizantly, you know, kind of wanted to do is just maybe combine everything a little bit more now? Or once again, it was just, just sort of the way it came out, just organic. I, the DNA of the band changed. We evolved from, okay. from the Kill the Outside album having Darren and Gabby in the band uh, and even Odie and Kenny and I growing into the band you know we're, we're like growing into this band okay. and uh, the, this is just one of those things where uh, having extra people to kick around ideas and I, I guess it just it just melds into that that sound that we have now and I think that we have a pretty distinct sound mm -hmm. uh, and, the, and that hybrid metal thing that, that you mentioned that came out of uh, somebody that was helping the band and working with this guy, Kevin Scandato. He's a, he's a booker here in, in uh, New York and mm -hmm. he was managing us for a little while. And uh, that was his term. He said, it's kind of like a hybrid metal. And, and we kind of ran with it because mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, uh, it made sense. That's it does. It. You know, you mentioned something before uh, about, you know, you guys being the backing band as well for Leeway. Um, you know, I mean, they're one of my all-time favorite band. And, of course, the great Eddie Sutton, one of the best vocalists. Probably my my favorite vocalist in New York hardcore ever is him. Uh, obviously, you know, Eddie's been going through, you know, some, some tough times, you know, recently. He's had his bout with cancer over the last few years. You know, I mean, I was real lucky to, to interview him right before he, you know, uh, had, you know, was diagnosed. And, you know, he's just, I've met him before. He's just such a great dude. Um, and just, you know, it, it's just, it sucks because obviously he had been battling demons even way before that, that he overcame. And now he's going through this. But it's great. I, you know, just to see him out there again now, it's just, it's great. I mean, the guy's such a fighter. I guess the first thing is just how, how is Eddie doing? I mean, how's he holding up? Everything going well with, I mean, he's obviously playing shows. You guys got some stuff lined up, so I, I'm assuming he's he's doing really good right now. Yeah, yeah, he's doing he's doing very well. Uh, 
you yeah. know, considering the fact and he's got uh, he's got one hell of a spirit. He's you know, he's a, I ain't going out like that kind of guy, you know, mm, yeah. and uh, we love that. He's, he's actually outside he, and he lives with me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 OK. So he's doing his thing. He's you know, uh, he's he gets busy. He's doing card art. He's doing some cool stuff. Baseball cards. Uh, you know, he, and does stuff. His, he does yeah. his uh, doctor's stuff and chemo mm. and all that, but um, you know, just uh, the turn of events in both of our lives, uh, and uh, you know, he ended up coming to live with me, and which is great. Mm. We, we love having him here in the house, and and we, you know, we're we're looking forward to doing some some new music. Okay. And uh, you know, we love listen. I, Especially Odie and I and Gabby, Gabby too. Gabby grew up in the hardcore scene, and you know mm -hmm. uh, that whole that whole time. Darren too. We grew up huge Leeway fans, mm -hmm. and you know AJ nice. is is a killer writer with guitarists. I mean, his riffs oh, yeah. are awesome. Same. His right hand is monstrous. His mm -hmm. melodies, his ideas are monstrous. Uh, Michael Gibbons, it's yeah. all those little flavorings he put on those albums are, are tremendous. Everybody mm -hmm. in that band was awesome. Yep. I agree. And, um, you know, working with Eddie and doing the Leeway NYC thing, you know, he, he doesn't want to paint it as a Leeway mm -hmm. project. You know, he knows what it is. And Gabby has a really good relationship with AJ. And we know Mike. And, you know, we've kind of gotten the blessing from all, you know, from AJ and those guys to do this with Eddie. Um, and, you know, we wanted to bring it as close to the original thing as as we could as players. Mm -hmm. So we went to work and we and we worked hard at it. And now we're doing some writing for him. And hopefully we'll get in the studio and do some new recordings. And we want to honor the leeway sound and and taking that influence from AJ and, and Mike and stuff and uh, and come up with something that's pretty close to the original with you know, uh, with our own little twist on it to have some fun. Nice. So we have mm -hmm. some shows coming up with him. We're playing next week, uh, August 14th, next Sunday, uh, Bowery Electric in Manhattan. Drew okay. Stone put together a show, and, and he mm -hmm. put Damien Rise in the bill, too, so both bands are playing. Nice. And uh, and that was kind of the idea. We'll back you up, Eddie, and you take us out on the road with you. And this was all done before the pandemic happened. Okay. And, and before he knew he was sick. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, we didn't know what was going to go on with life, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of came full circle, and now we're we're getting it done. Nice. Okay. So. Yeah. Very cool. I, well, I was going to ask you that if if you guys were going to do any new music, and I'm glad to hear that that's going to happen. I mean, I know he put out a couple of songs with with Dan Nastasia, you know, a few years back. Yeah. But you know, I I just when I hear your guys, you know, just because you've got that sound that, that you know that real that hybrid of the of of you know the groove thrash sort of hardcore. Yeah, I, I could just see that you guys will will do a bang up job writing well, leeway, songs. Leeway to me is thrash. You know, they're thrash. I've been saying that for years, man. So I know. Thrash. I know. It's not yeah. even funny. Those yeah. riffs are thrash. You know, they, it's that crossover thing, and I think the I think they got the crossover thing because of the drum beats and because of uh, Eddie's style. Eddie's style, yeah. Eddie's mm -hmm. got this flavor that's just crazy. Yeah. You know? uh, mm. and, but the, the the guitar riffs are thrash. It's all thrash, so yeah. and they're so tasty and oh, yeah. delicious in so many ways. <laughs> I know. You know, I, know. I love it. It's, uh, it's you know when you're learning another band's music, there are uh, times where you want to like, I never want to hear this song again. You know, uh, uh, it doesn't happen with me. Like, 
Wow. Yeah. We can listen to them over and over again. And when we have to refresh for shows and, you know, we got a lot of things musically going on. So we have a lot of mm. things to remember and you don't, you, you refresh on stuff and you listen to it again. Like, this is so good. You never get tired of listening to it. And that's when you know something. That's why it's lasted so long. You know, it's yeah. the best time that music. Yeah. Well, no, and it's one of the, it's just, you just don't get sick of it. You know, like you said, no. you can put on those riffs, those songs, both those, you know, those two, two first albums and, it just never it never gets old. It really doesn't. It doesn't. You know what I mean? It's just really unique. But and, and so, like you said, so you guys definitely didn't plan it. I know, like I said, you've got shows locally. Are you thinking of doing stuff like you know? Because I I remember he came out of here about four years ago. Out here was just great seeing him. He was with that band I know, Rhythm of Fear, that crossover band out of Florida, and uh, that was cool. But you know, so I was always hoping it wasn't going to be the last time we we got to see him. And so I'm hoping where, you guys. Where are you? I'm out in, in the San Francisco Bay Area here in California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you. <laughs> hey, listen, we're big yeah. Bay Area guys. That's a big okay. part of yeah. uh, Damian Ryan. Fresh middle. Sure. That Bay Area. If you, you'll listen to Lock and Load, and we got a lot of. Oh, yeah. A lot of my friends in the Bay Area, like, holy shit, you guys are more Bay Area than you think. You know? <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, nice. So, Very um, cool. yeah. Yeah, we're, we're looking to do stuff. So, okay. uh, depending awesome. on. Uh, Eddie's availability to travel. You know, there's a lot of unknowns. But mm. at the same time, you know, sure. we want to get out. We want to start doing some runs, uh, Midwest, East Coast, and and take it from there. You know, of course, we'd love to get over to Europe uh, with both bands and, uh, you know, ex expose Europe to damn your eyes. We actually did pretty yeah. well on the radio there with Weaponized. Oh, okay. Um you know, for, for a new band. So uh, we're looking to do that, man. We, we want to go out and, and conquer the world. You know, we, damn, even Damn Your Eyes, we got some pretty good offers to go out with giants. You okay, know, really? Giants. Okay. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to mention the bands or whatever, but um, it was just too costly. Okay. And these buy-ons are just so mm. incredibly costly. And I'm not going to sell my house to go out on a tour, you know. <laughs> yeah. So no, we're gonna yeah, we're, we're trying to yeah. do things smart and build damn your eyes up to a point where, you know, we're going to be asked to go out okay. and not have to and not have to buy on. Hopefully that's the case. Uh, you know, every time we play shows, we we give it everything we have and uh, and we went over every crowd we play in front of. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to be doing some stuff with some hardcore bands soon, and we're like, hmm, I wonder how they're going to take. You know, hardcore audience is going to take this band, and uh, yeah, and mm -hmm. I think that we're going to do well. I think so too. You know, I was looking at that. I was looking at that show you're doing, the Drew Stone one, and um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, Kings Never Die. They're they're more of a punk band and street punk kind of. They've morphed into um, good dudes, those guys. But yeah, you guys are definitely different. Definitely a lot different than I see those bands on that bill. But you know, like I said, you know, but it's you know, it is good to see, especially in New York, because you know, for so long, I've been. Mean, Growing up there, you know, it, it that was a thing was, you know, obviously everyone knows about the old days with hardcore and, and, and metal and punk and metal not really meshing and kind of clashing until Corsica came around. But even in the 90s, I mean, it was, you know, it, everything was mostly hardcore and punk. You know, metal was was usually in New Jersey, Long Island or upstate. And, you know, it, it was kind of it, it just it, it never morphed. You know, the, the scenes, the metal and, and hardcore scenes were just so separate. So it's good now, yeah, especially everyone's a little bit older, you know, and, and maybe they're a little bit have a little bit more open mind now and they're they've broadened their horizons musically. You know, I, I think those bills, it's great to see different, you know, style of bands with hard rock and metal playing together instead of well, just I, being 
one of the. I other. remember, you know, Slayer taking Biohazard out, and Slayer mm -hmm. taking Sick of It All out, and yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the Sepultura shows with the Brutal Truth, and mm -hmm. you know, so metal bands were helping out the hardcore bands. hardcore bands. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I saw Haybreed open up for Damage Plan. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, Hatebreed is kind of a crossover band for me. They're, mm -hmm. I think they're yeah. more metal than hardcore, to be honest with you. Yep. But mm -hmm. uh, so we're like, hey, you know, let's we'll, we'll do it the other way around because we have a lot of roots in the hardcore scene, mm -hmm. and you know, we'll go out with the leeway and we'll play with Kings Never Die. Those guys are great dudes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Dan's a great guy. I got I toured with, I played with leeway playing bass first for, you know, a few shows. Okay. We hit the road, and you know Larry the Hunter, and we mm -hmm. we just got along so well. At the time, Steve Gallo was playing drums, and now they got Danny Shula from Biohazard, mm -hmm. uh, who I got to play with a couple times when I auditioned for Biohazard oh, many nice. many moons oh, ago. Oh wow, he's a beast, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was the time of my life. I, I'm, I'm a big Biohazard fan. Yeah, so, same yeah, here, man. Same here. Time. Yeah. Uh, so um, so we're we're going that route, and I Very think cool. that, I think that we'll be fine. I. I think that what we bring to the table as a band and as musicians, you know, hardcore, hardcore audiences don't really get to see um, bands like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And, sure. you know, they, they go to see Leeway and Kings Never Die and stuff, and they get a little taste of it. And, um, you know, I, I think they'll enjoy it. I think we have a, you know, we, we kind of slide right in there safely where it's not, you know, we're not extreme in one way or the other. Where they're like, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not posers, so mm -hmm. you know. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a little respect from the audience yeah. and, and uh, yeah. get a little love. That'd be great. Quickly, just, you know, you said, I, I just want to ask you one thing. You kind of alluded to it, you know, about, you know, the, the goal for the band now. I mean, I know, obviously, you know, it's not like you're 20 years old and you can just cop in a van and just take off anymore. But it sounds like, yeah, you, you guys really do want to take this, though, as far as, as you can and not just have it be some sort of, you know, local, you know, weekend kind of band thing. So, I mean... What what is I mean I guess the are you looking to maybe trying to get on some festivals maybe or are you are you going to try to maybe get it you know on a label you're going to look for a label you're going to put out your own music I mean what's sort of I guess the I guess the ideal situation that you can envision right now for the band you know for damn your eyes going forward our goal is really even though we're sitting on some songs and we love to go in and, and 
take the time and write another album and do all of that stuff. Right now, our goal is to get in front of people, okay, to play shows and just become. Uh, you know, we're really tight right now, and, and we're we're a powerhouse band. We, uh, the energy that we put out, uh, you know, we feel it. You know, we feel mm -hmm. it on stage, and we're having the time of our lives together. So it's it's the funnest experience. But really, it's it's we want a legitimate shot, and we want to get in front of uh, you know other bands, fans, and get in front of people that don't know who we are and haven't seen us, and just do what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're crushing it right now. We feel so positive about it. Uh, we're ready. We're ready for anything that comes our way. Sure, we'd love to be on a label. Uh, you know, if that'll help us, and we'd mm -hmm. love to. Festivals would be great. We, I think we crush it on these festivals. Uh, I'd I'd love to be able to go out with a bigger band. I'd love a band, you know, uh, like Paperbreed to take us out, or mm -hmm. you know, just just get out in front of their crowds and do what we do and experience that and grow as a band because you know bands grow while they're writing together, but bands really grow when they're on the road together and they're putting together a, a 15 show run mm -hmm. and that that sets getting tighter and tighter every night, even though you think it's tight and then you just become this monster. Mm -hmm. And I think that this band has the ability to, to be that, to be a monster. I, I hate talking about, you know, what I think this band is, but uh, it, I think it's about time I started to, you know, uh, this mm -hmm. thing this thing's a fucking beast. And, and I think that given the right opportunities, it, it'll blow up on us and mm -hmm. we'll be able to, we'll be able to make this our main priority and then really get after it. Yeah. No. All do to me. Like I said, I be you know, I, like I said, I've only been aware for you guys for a little bit here, and and already, like I said, man, I'm I'm. It, it's just it's it's it's. If you're a fan, like I said, of of really that night, not even just nineties, but just metal in general, but you really like a lot of that groovy, th you know, thrash kind of mid tempo stuff, man. This is right up right up your alley, and uh, and just quickly, I'm going to bring it up this show because you mentioned it before with Prong. Uh, God, I wish I was back in New York for this one. But, um, yeah, I guess talk a little bit about the show just so people know. Uh, our audience, that's in the East Coast there. This is happening in Long Island on Saturday, October 1st. And I believe that's out in Hop Hog, is it? Uh, Patchogue. Patchogue, okay. Yeah, okay. 89 North. We just found out about this last night. So. Oh, okay. It's that new then. All right. Yeah, we oh. were confirmed for it. Well, we heard Prong was playing. And then when Tommy came out to the show and we got to meet him and, and – uh, you know, kind of get acquainted. I reached out to see if we could get on the show. And originally I was told, you know, the bill was full. And I said, great, keep us in mind for more shows. And uh, then we got another one saying that, you know, that they had a spot for us. So, Fantastic. you know, it's just one of those things where right now I'm just trying to advocate for the band. I'm learning the ropes, uh, you know, just to, to get us on these shows. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully this this spawns into something really cool. You know, I'd love to go out with Prong and do, you know, uh, a East Coast run or, you know, Midwest run or a Texas, California run, whatever, you know, and go out. Mm. The best thing about the, what we do in this band really is the people that are in it. There's no egos. There's no, there's, nobody's a rock star, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, we're good guys to have on the road. We're good guys to have around. We have a lot of fun. We're uh, we're funny guys, you know, we, we nice. like to go off and stuff. So, um, you know, just, this is just the beginning for us, I think, just mm -hmm. to start getting on some of these shows and working with like loaded concerts. Uh, they've been very helpful and nice to us. And, um, 
you know, we're, we're thankful and grateful that they reached out to us about this and mm-hmm. see who else uh, comes down the pike. We, we want to take over the world, man. We, we're enjoying it so much. That's kind of what we want to do. Sweet. And given the opportunity, I think we could do it. Um, you know, we're, we're looking for good management, you know, with, that has okay. the ends. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Joss, if you see this, you know, you could manage us. <laughs> we'll, let you man- we'll let you manage us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was talking to Kurt from Crowbar. We played a show together a while ago, and uh-huh. he said that Chasta was his manager. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Just okay. go, going out going out with bigger bands and, and making a name for ourselves and just kicking ass everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're ready. We're, we're fired up. We're ready. We, we hunker down. We are tight. We have all our ducks lined, lined up in a row, and we just want to go out there and crush, crush crowds and have awesome. a good time. Great, man. Love it. Love it. Love hearing that, man. Well, yeah, once again, the band is Damn Your Eyes. And like I said, they're pretty damn good. So go ahead and check out the latest singles, Doom on You and Weaponize. It's available on all streaming sites. And Artie, where should we send the listeners to go and, you know, just buy some music, check out your merch, and just keep up with the band in general? Well, we're on every streaming platform. You can get us, okay. you know, uh, you, you name it, we're on it. So uh, no matter where you are in the world, you could find Damn Your Eyes. Uh, you know, our videos are on YouTube. You could go on our, um, our Facebook page. It's at Steel Grove Studios. But you could just look up Damn Your Eyes and we'll pop up. You know, you'll see a thing. Um, right now, we're not pushing merch on, on the site. We're, we're going to okay. start doing that soon. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're busy men, so it's hard to run everything at once. But it's getting to the point where we have to. You know, we got stickers. We got hats. We got shirts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, anywhere, anywhere on, uh, on any streaming platform, you can check out the music. We have an EP out with three songs that we released in 2018. We released the album Kill You Outside in 2019. We released uh, three singles, Doom On You, Heavy As The Head, and Lock And Load, 2020. And uh, we just did Weaponize this year. So, mm-hmm. I, or 2021. I forget which one it was exactly the do my new but um so there you have it that's that's pretty much everything all right fantastic well yeah once again like you said damn your eyes latest singles are out now check them out in the new york new jersey area as they got some really good shows lined up and Artie man thanks so much for coming on aftershocks man i can't wait to hear more and like i said hopefully hopefully we get to see you guys either you know out here or i'll have to make a trip back there just to just to catch one of those great shows you're doing we're going to get out there Fantastic. No, that's, that's our goal. We're going to get out to the Bay Area. We have a lot of friends out there. Nice. And uh, so we're, we're going we're gonna to do our best to get out there. And thank you so much for having us, me on. And uh, I'm glad that you like the music and, and you came across that post. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, we're getting after it. So thank you so much. And uh, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Shout out the fuck.